You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. You are not in Kansas anymore. Is there something special about today? All I have for you is a word. Life, uh, finds a way. Tell it. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome back to What We Watched. It's been a while. It's been a good month and a half, maybe two months, I don't know. Something like that. Um, but it felt like we should at least do an episode covering Loki, and you know we missed it in the beginning of the season, and it felt weird to do it in the middle of the season, so why not just wait until the very end and do an actual wrap-up of what we thought of the show in its entirety and you know where we think it's going to go It's probably better two. anyways, too. Like, I mean, individual episodes were great, but... If you think about like the whole storyline that we saw, yeah. it was pretty compact. Mm-hmm. I think it's way better to just look back on like the six episodes as a whole instead of like individual episodes. Just because I mean a lot of stuff happened, but it was like I mean it was all just building towards something, and you know it was better to just see it all out and then kind of like look back on the rest of it. Because I definitely want to rewatch it yeah, pretty soon, and I just feel like I'll enjoy it more in a one continuous watch. Yep. It just, you know, the continuity of the story and everything, especially with the fact that the TVA is, you know, travel, traveling across different timelines and things like that. It should just, I think it'll feel better to watch it. I agree. It's fun, and it's, you know, it's fun to treat it like it's a movie. Mm-hmm. So review it and give your thoughts as if it was a movie. We, got, we saw it from the beginning. Long. No, it's not that long. It'll be like five, under five. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we're doing it this way. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'll start with you. What do you? What did you think uh, by the end of episode six? Awesome. I had assumed there would probably be future content with it, but the fact that they just like said, like we're gonna continue this story and we're not gonna like wrap things up because I mean talk about a, a very incomplete like finale. Like, if you compare yeah. this finale to Falcon or Wanda, it's like they wrap up the story mm-hmm. fully. This was this a pretty one, big cliffhanger. I mean, hardly anything was wrapped up. The only thing that we really got to see was who was at the end of the TVA. Well, that is what is was wrapped up. Yeah, that was, who that was, was the creator. But like, other than that, Loki and Sylvie, neither of them like got like a you know closure or, no. or final wrap up. So no. it was it was definitely unexpected. Yeah, just because of comparing it to the other shows that we saw, like the endings were drastically different. That's true. That's true. So, but you'd you say you say that you really like the show. That you're happy oh, with the yeah. ending. Yeah, and especially knowing that there's a season two, I'm I'm pretty content with with how they handled it. Good. Yeah. Um. I was really happy with it too. I thought the way that it started was the best way to start it. I was you know super pumped after the first episode. Thought the mm. second episode was even better than the first, which yep. I couldn't believe because I was thinking after the very first one, I thought they might do what. TV shows do, like Star Wars or Marvel, where they kind of put in some filler episodes to help, you know, um, with the longevity of the season, Mm. but it made more sense the way they did it in this season, because it's just six episodes, you kind of don't have time for filler, Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I was super surprised and entertained um, by the entire season, it definitely slowed down about halfway through, which wasn't necessarily a problem, I mean, I like that there's a lot of, of... breathing room within the last half of the season they really were able to flesh out dialogue and you know the emotions of loki and sylvia that they have for each other 
So I thought that was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the finale was super good, really, uh, revealing Kane the Conqueror and his uh, motives for creating the TVA, the fact that he sees himself as the biggest threat, variants of himself as the biggest threat. So he was doing it to protect the universe. But at the same time, you don't really know exactly if everything was honest. Yeah. I definitely know that some of it is is probably truthful. Just based off of how it ended. Right. Yeah. But you don't know um, what or or if he's lying about certain things. Because we see um, Judge, what's her name? Kingslayer. Rainer. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, is that her Renslayer or whatever Rens- her name is. Yeah, something. We see her go somewhere and Miss mm-hmm. Minutes give her some files to something that she didn't ask for, which is obviously given to her by um, Kane the Conqueror. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely... He, I think he has a plan before Sylvie killed him um, that he gave to her that we'll find out in season two. Yeah. But there has to be something, because, I mean, obviously she wasn't just, like, leaving to go, you know, live her life however she wanted. You know, it wasn't, she wasn't going to go just hop on the timeline and, and live out her days. Yeah. She definitely... Because, I mean, that was her whole point was... It all had to, like, there had to be a reason yeah. like, why they were made. And, like, she believed, regardless of, you know, the timekeepers being fake, mm-hmm. she still believed in the cause. So mm-hmm. it's like, she was always going to go, you know, further, like, search who was behind it and then help them, mm-hmm. obviously, regardless of, of who it was. But, mm-hmm. but, like, comparing it to other finales that we've had so far with Disney+, Plus, um, like WandaVision like uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, or even Mandalorian Season 2, the finale, it it doesn't follow that same formula of being a huge, action-packed episode, mm-hmm. which is totally okay. I actually, I actually, I almost prefer it this way because it's kind of defying the stereotype that people have for Marvel shows or even yeah. Disney Plus shows and movies is that it's got to you know be packed full of CGI and action mm-hmm. in order for it to be entertaining. But this was a perfect example of just good writing and it's like most of the episode was in one setting just sylvie talking. loki and yeah kane all in a room together talking so i love that i mean it was great acting and great writing uh-huh. i mean and that's like i like that so that's it's i think of it similar to just like a game of thrones type show where you have all the action and the like pre-finale finale like the you know the ninth episode or in this case the fifth episode yeah it makes it so much better when you're having a conclusion that's like it's well fleshed out you mm-hmm. have time you're not rushed because of all the cgi scenes like mm-hmm. they had the time to sit down and talk it out and like you actually got to see mm-hmm. everyone have some type of conclusion sure i don't necessarily think either loki or sylvie had a great conclusion or to themselves at least i mean i thought it was okay for myself but like their characters didn't have closure. Their and characters, so, yeah. Like, but that's why it's okay because we're getting a season two. Yeah. But this episode was great just because it gave you everything you needed to, like, understand for what happened season one. Mm-hmm. Like, you now you can look back and understand events and why they happened throughout the whole season, but you still have so many questions for season two. Mm-hmm. Going back to their characters not having uh, the closure that you would have expected or wanted by the end of season one, that's true. But at least, like, in terms of screen time, they had really good moments by the end of this season. Oh, yeah. Where I didn't think um, someone like Mobius, who is a really likable character in this show, I didn't think he... I, I don't think the writers gave him the screen time or the 
the the scenes that he deserved in this no. episode. I mean, I still liked seeing him, you know, in the episode, but like throughout the whole show, I was pumped to see moments with Mobius. I just didn't think this really mattered as much. It kind of felt like they strung out his stuff with um, Judge Renslayer mm-hmm. and what he was going to do and what she's planning on doing. I just didn't think that moment mattered as much, which I no. was kind of disappointed about. I think they definitely expected that relationship to be more like impactful meaningful than it was. Meaningful. Yeah, it was. I hate it her. Was, it I was, don't like Renslayer at all. Yeah, it was okay, and but like I mean, his all of his dialogue with Loki is like ten levels above. It's good. It's a good back and forth. Yeah, and or even even some of the stuff with Sylvie. So it's like I would have liked to have seen them together more. And the only mm-hmm. time I really saw them together was at the end when he doesn't yeah. even know who he is so you really didn't get any time together yeah um, but I mean like his back and a... forth his back and forth with Loki works because we know Loki we like Loki and we know Owen Wilson as Mobius we like Owen Wilson as Mobius so obviously it works Owen Wilson exactly very... we don't know really the actress that plays Judge Renslayer very well I haven't really seen her in anything and I didn't know her character at all going into the show and up until the end of season one I still see her as an asshole with evil intentions I don't you know, we see that she was a principal at a certain school, so mm-hmm. obviously she is a variant, but that doesn't, you know, give me any sympathy for her. I still don't know what her intentions are. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I didn't see their relationship as anything meaningful because I never thought she was a good guy to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still appreciated seeing Mobius in this episode. I thought the end was really cool that him and um, the other... Uh, <laughs> 15. B-15, the other variant guard, that they didn't even recognize who Loki was, meaning that the events have already changed. They thought he was an analyst. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. That gave me goosebumps. Uh, probably my my favorite or second favorite scene in the episode. So, but yeah, overall great show and great finale for sure. I love Jonathan Majors as Kane the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, that's just like all the side characters. Everyone... Like outside of Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. was very good. Like mm-hmm. I, I there's not a single character that I didn't like. I mean, I agree. Owen Wilson was like such a great cast. It was kind of I thought it was kind of bold at first, but after yeah, watching it I agree. and seeing him in it, like it totally, made perfect sense. Totally like flowed well. Yeah, fit in. Yeah, is like it didn't didn't take you out of the world at no. all to see him in it. I I mean, and Sylvie Sylvie's one of my favorite added characters to the universe so far like of like the new characters yeah I agree with that I mean I, when I thought for a second that Loki died in between uh, 4 and then the end credit scene of yeah. 4 which I was pretty sure he wasn't done obviously uh-huh. but like I was like man that'd be wild if he was but then I was like Sylvie's still pretty badass like, yeah if she was the villain for like Loki's That's style true. character I would have been okay with it which is why I'm happy like because she's got to continue Obviously, uh-huh. she'll be in season two. Uh-huh. Maybe she'll be in other content, but like, I'm totally content with that. She was a badass character, yep. and I I like her story. So. She's a very badass character, and because her character name is Sylvie, at so many moments I forget that she is a Loki variant. A Loki, yeah. So whenever I'm like confused or like like wondering about you know what her intentions are i still have to remember well she's got to be very similar to loki because she is a variant mm-hmm. so yeah i, I would mean, also think that she's different in a lot of ways just because yeah. she was taken so young like all True. the other lokis that we've seen except for i guess the kid loki that killed thor mm-hmm. like for the most part they grew up their whole lives as loki that's a good point she definitely had and she still is like you know a loki but yeah she's still a loki she you're right she was 
you know, taken as a child, so that's different than the Loki that we're familiar with. But up until the finale, there were a lot of similarities that she shared with Loki. The biggest being that you can't trust anyone, even uh, yourself or whatever. Which was so sad whenever she like, whenever she kissed him and then pushed him yeah. through the thing. It was sad like, and confusing and kind of cool. It was because it was like it was like wow, maybe she is like actually like they're they're gonna change the way Lokis are. Right. But then of course she just reverted right back to what because. Well, I mean, Tom Hilson's Loki definitely has changed a lot. Like, a lot. He is, he is basically already past where he was in terms of, like, a moral yep. setting to where he was in the 100%. Like, he's already, yeah, his character has grown so much. And she also, like, throughout the season obviously changed a ton, too. You're right. Which you could argue, I mean, you could argue that there's a problem with Loki having changed as drastically... Uh, as he did in this show, you know, I mean, in the actual Marvel Universe, he had years to change who he was, and, and tons of moments with Thor to kind of change his behavior, whereas in this show, he really ultimately becomes a good guy almost in one episode, after learning all the events that happened in terms of his death, mm-hmm. but at, at the same time, I when, mean, who knows what that would that. do to you? Yeah. If yeah. you see all the moments unfold like that, just on on TV, basically... I mean, I don't know how that would affect me. Yeah. And he got to he got to see how he um, develops and changes with his brother and, you know, with his father and then trying to save his brother against Thanos. I mean, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it, and it made sense. You got to make... You got to have an explanation to to um, use Loki the way that Loki's been used the past couple yeah. years, which is a now much more likable character. And, yeah, that was a great way of implementing it because I definitely was like, I don't know how they're going to do it, but they did it again. It was a very smooth transition. And that was like, this whole show was just a very like smooth transition of like how, you know, we were, how I wanted to see the characters again. Like I just, for sure, it really, it all made sense. And I liked the story uh, the TVA was good. Uh huh. Um, another comparison that I like to draw uh, from this show with WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, in terms of who you expected the villain to be, you know, WandaVision, we knew pretty early on who the villain was going to be. We had, we we had, had other things. We had expectations but, that maybe there's someone above Agnes or yeah, Agatha, Agatha, but we know it's Agatha at least, uh-huh. right? And and by the end of it, it turns out it was always Agatha, which was a pretty big disappointment in my opinion. It was. I still yeah. like this the show. I thought it was a great show. It was. Finale, but it was a disappointment. With Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I mean, we knew that pretty early on. You knew it definitely who the power broker was, and we knew that, uh, I mean, we knew the it conflict just, pretty well in that yeah, show. And it was much yeah. more grounded. They were. And but still, it's like there was there was mystery, and then like yeah. nothing nothing major came of it. You know, like it was You're like right. they. I feel like it could have been even despite it being grounded, it could have been a little bit more complex or something. You're right. And part of it, especially with Winter Soldier, was I mean, the Flag Smashers. And yeah, Carly, Flag like, Smashers. That That's was the just, name. Yeah, Carly Morgan. And that was just a, a very poorly written and and scripted and performed right character right like i could have it honestly probably could have been good i just don't think they gave enough time right. so it's just like this they didn't give kang like any time but there's the mystery that you had the whole time of like who's behind it mm-hmm. and the intentions that are behind it that like 
kind of fill in a lot of that stuff when you mm-hmm. like when you meet Kang and then it's like you kind of understand you know what his whole mission was and purpose was and then he even like pretty blatantly explains at the end like he has seen it all like he had he has uh, you know explored every single timeline and then you know destroyed everyone else and then it kept everything stable in this one sure so like he gave you everything you needed but the best part is, is like he said, he doesn't know what's coming next. Like they crossed the threshold or whatever it was. Yeah. And then it's like, well, this dude who literally should be the most powerful person ever because, and he is apparently, I mean, doesn't even, you know, doesn't even know what's happening next, which is kind of exciting for season two. Yeah, it is exciting. Uh, but again, I don't, I don't know how much of it was his plan and how much of it wasn't because I mean, it was him, yeah. it was his telling Loki and Sylvie about them killing him or them taking over the TVA and why he created the TVA. It was him telling them that, that, you know, created the branches in the timeline. He planned on that happening, right? I mean, that's why they crossed why the threshold crossed. is because he told them all of this stuff that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. But going back to what I was saying about in terms of villains and endings, yeah, Kane the Conqueror, I mean, it's not like he was really hinted in the beginning of this show, but he was a pretty big, bad villain that people were maybe... It was theorized. Worth, yeah, had theories while. that it could be him. And not only, not only did it end up being someone really cool, like Kane the Conqueror, but it fit with this show. The fact that, like, he himself is not necessarily the bad guy, but there are variants of him that are extremely evil, and that yeah. fits perfectly with the theme of this show being that everyone's a variant. Mm-hmm. which I love so much. So, I mean, not only does it fit with the show, but it's a villain, a big bad villain that we were hoping it would be. At least I was hoping it would be. Yeah. He was one of the guys that I was hoping was heading this whole operation. But it wasn't simple like it could have been, so I'm glad. Mm-hmm. You can definitely, I mean, like, it's it's an easy one to get on board with because, yep. like, in terms of power scaling, too, mm-hmm. it's a good matchup. Like, he already basically proved that he is, you know, he can do whatever, knows everything, like, the only way to stop him, well, I don't even know, but I'm just thinking, like, it would have to be something, like, truly, like, unexpected. Sure. Because he should be able to see everything, and I don't know, with all the splitting timelines, I guess, maybe that'll change what he can see, because I guess he knew everything because it was on one timeline. Yeah. But, you know, like, that's, I don't know how that's going to play out, because he is already back in control. Yeah. And the new... Well, so that's what I'm still pretty. Con- that's what I'm still pretty confused about is so all the all the timelines branched off and became their own uh, universe or whatever reality when they passed the threshold. But so before that, when he made it one continuous timeline, were there variants of him on that timeline? Are are the variants of Kane the Conqueror in a different? universe entirely that he kept out i'm confused about that so like did the tva do they find other kane the conquerors and prune him and put him in the void had to have i guess okay i mean okay because like he 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 had clearly his life was in the timeline so yeah there yeah 100 percent could be kangs that are breaking off and yet he just apparently knows to stop that as soon as it happens just the same thing like he probably you know that's why he tries to prune other variants as well because they maybe not would be Kang, but a similar situation to like what happened with Kang yeah. of a you know a break off of the timeline and one person being able to you know come to realization of the power that they could have if they uh-huh. could you know control it because I mean the Loki characters are 
in, Loki variants are insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if they had all gotten together, like he said, like a like a conglomerate of them and shared information and and you know, knowledge and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They could have definitely come to some kind of you know point where they would be not as powerful as Kang, maybe because I don't know how powerful he is, but they could have figured out a way to take over the timeline too, and then it would have been all out war. Same thing as him. Each person trying to take you know the top spot. So then, so Sylvie killing Kane. So first of all, where they are at this big tower where Kane lives, I mean, time has to work different there than it does in the TVA, right? So when Sylvie kills Kane, that's that alters everything. Huh? The G, right? Kang. Isn't it Kang? Oh, I thought it was K-A-N-E, but maybe you're right. I think it's with the G. I think you're right, actually. Kang. So, Sylvie kills Kang, and that's what creates the whole multiversal war again, I guess? It stops all of the other Kangs from being pruned or being killed, whatever. From, okay. like, his spot on the timeline, from wherever his life started, I guess. And so, okay. from that point... There can then be like infinite Kangs because there's not one Kang to stop them. There's not one authority. There's not one top Kang. one. And so all of those Kangs are probably all then discovering new power just like him and all of the previous ones did. Because uh-huh. like where he's talking about how once they discovered that there's multiple of himself and mm-hmm. then they all got together and then they shared like mm-hmm. all the knowledge and used stuff from each other's mm-hmm. universes and timelines, I'm assuming we're going to get caught like where season two is going to start would be somewhere where it's like at the beginning of that cycle. Uh, so so like, we'll see how it all we'll unfolded. We'll see how, yeah, how all the Kangs came up. Because maybe that's what, like we see the statue because maybe it's like the beginning of Kang's reign as like ruler and it's, maybe there's a ton of them, you know? Mm-hmm. It could be like 20 of them all working together just like we have a couple Lokis working together. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, just, that's, a, that's a theory obviously, yeah. but like... It's just still confusing to me. I mean, I can kind of understand it but it's still confusing how uh loki gets teleported you know from the tempad sylvie kills kang and then loki wants to tell mobius something and then everything's already changed there's a kang statue mm-hmm. and mobius and b15 or whatever they don't recognize him so that means that a bunch of shit's already happened i guess somehow uh, so i mean i it would just be that the storyline had already well Again, if, if the TVA and everything is outside of the timeline and it's out, you know, doesn't... Right. So it wouldn't matter if it was, like... Because time works differently than Because time works differently there. So, so it wouldn't that's matter the explanation, where, I guess. where you would, like, hop into the timeline at. It's, yeah, as soon as he died, that caused uh, Kangs to be able to rise back up. Okay. So it wouldn't... Yeah. Okay. I guess it wouldn't matter what time it actually I mean, it's was. different. It's, yeah, it's obviously... It's different on the TVA than it would be like here. Mm-hmm. If Kang was killed here, we would see pro- progression happen. Whereas on the TVA, everything's already happened. Because yeah, this is a linear timeline. Then. Right. Like you're, you know, Kang dying and then the point where they would rise is is back to back. It has no like influence on previous uh-huh. stuff as much. Like that's just it's hard to wrap your head around. It yeah. Is it is because it's. I mean, I mean it's, it's all theoretical. Travel, and it's all theoretical, so it's like. You know, we could be a hundred miles off what we're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah, but in but terms of the Marvel universe, that's that's what this is. Sounds like what that's where it was headed. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's complicated as shit, but it's it cool. Is. I mean, I like it's a cool. 
this is the direction that I am very intrigued to see Marvel heading in with yep. all of this multiverse stuff. Like, this is what I want to see. It's cool. It is. I mean, it opens up tons of possibilities in terms of different variations of characters that we already know, you know, stuff that could still happen with the X-Men. I mean, there's just tons of things that can that can occur, so mm-hmm. I'm I mean, it's that. like, it's super fragile, too, because if you're talking about any type of time travel, multiverse, like, you know, anything like that that's insanely supernatural, like, obviously so much of the stuff that we've gotten is very, you know, out there, then Infinity yeah. Stones and all that stuff, and magic, you know, really. Yeah. But this is, like, a whole new realm, and it's like, they could do it really well, mm-hmm. or they could do it really bad, and yep. this was a good intro, I think, into bringing that, like, insanity into play in the Marvel Universe. I agree, and I really just think... Um, with Jonathan Majors as Kang, um, I mean, at least this portrayal of Kang was really entertaining. Like, it reminded me of a bunch of different people in Marvel. Like, it kind of reminds you of Loki in the terms that he's so confident in himself. He's also mm-hmm. a villain. But it's just, there's also, like, a bit of Doctor Strange and Iron Man in there because they're both geniuses. Mm-hmm. and they're Honestly, Thanos. Like, the Thanos. fact that Thanos... I mean, Thanos was doing what he thought was right. Yeah. And it's like Kang killed trillions upon trillions upon trillions to purge other timelines to do what he thought was right by keeping the universe safe. His timeline safe. Yeah. Same thing as like Thanos. So yeah, that idea. But he's doing all of those things secluded by himself Mm -hmm. in this big tower, which is kind of how you, you know, go crazy almost. Like he's also kind of insane and you don't, that's part of the whole, you don't understand what's true and what isn't if mm-hmm. he's scheming or if he's just insane um and, and the he's, fact that he's lived what, i mean millions of years just gonna say he's been like, doing this for a long long time probably longer than thanos has so oh definitely um yeah so yeah there's just a lot of a lot of traits um and intricacies to his character which is another reason why i'm glad they made the bulk of this episode just that scene with him and Loki and Sylvie to really just flesh out who this guy is for it was, one episode. Yeah, it was just like one of the best individual like scenes mm-hmm. in, in any of the three shows that we've like, done so far. Looking back, that's almost how it had to have been handled. If you were not planning on introducing this character until the finale, mm-hmm. you kind of had to have this happen in order for us to be satisfied going into season two you know now i'm satisfied going into because i know him at least enough to have an idea of what's going on yeah. in season two yeah i totally agree and and it's funny because if you think about it in the new timeline that's happening now with the tva it still exists so like the thing is like the tva will always like be a thing then because if he's always cre- gonna create it i guess so it's just it's weird to think that that's like as even though all of them like found out that they're variants and everything like that like that's not gonna end like nothing's gonna change you know from like where we saw the tv at the end of the show sure it's just like they're not gonna they're gonna just be right back at point zero like they're gonna be back to all variants not realizing where they yeah, are yeah that's and what the scary like, thing is that's, it's just like you can't even progress then because kang is I mean, inevitable. Well, that's what's scary is it it, be- it asks the question, has this happened before? 
you know, yeah. have the variants become self-aware before? It hasn't happened with Loki's again because apparently he knew everything that was already going to happen. Meaning, has this already happened before? Mm-hmm. Is this what's supposed to happen multiple times? Yeah. Who knows? It's so weird. It is. I mean, it's a big, it's a huge paradox. That's what the whole show is, really. It's really cool. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, again, there's just a lot of things. And again, talking about the show um, as a whole and talking about the finale, I didn't I didn't feel this way like I did with WandaVision or like I did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier just because this feels a lot more complicated than those other shows. And it's not like I'm saying those other shows should have been more complicated. I just have more fun talking about this show because there's so was, much going on. Yeah, There's so much theory... Like, Again, we're talking about time travel and everything. It's all theoretical, which is part of what's really interesting about this. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, I mean, yeah, the first of its kind and done well, I could not have been happier mm-hmm. with with how this turned out. And Oh, and I we kind of totally brushed over the very beginning of the episode um, being like a sort of a compilation of all of the famous sound bites oh, from yeah. the movies. I know, that Captain was Captain America's music. Way to go, Tic Tac! That's how you punch. Wakanda forever! Nah, you wouldn't have heard of me. Let me put you on Dance off, bro! He's a friend from work! I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That was really cool. And uh, Wakanda forever, and just tons of cool moments from the movies. I definitely really like continue to do that. I, I mean, I'm sure that that's the plan, but yeah. I would like that to be the intro, at least for this upcoming phase. Aside from being disappointed in um, Mobius and not really learning about Judge Renslayer or, like, where she's heading or what her motivations are or who she even really is. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you would have preferred to see or that you were disappointed that happened in this episode? The only thing I kind of started... I, I just started to think about whenever we were talking about the TVA again, and it's just, like, the whole fact that they had that scene where, like, B-15, like, brought those... the uh, hunters in to and they, the like, took to the school... And then they figured it out. And then it's like, but that was all for nothing at the end of the day. And it's just like, Good point. that was, it's not a huge deal, but it's like, they almost didn't even need that scene. It wasn't necessary because everything just got reset. But it's just like, it, I guess it does show the struggle that they're constantly in. Like they are literally, they could never break out of this mm-hmm. no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. So I guess it's more just a saddening, somber but moment. But again, I mean, you're probably right. But it's also not necessarily set in stone that for sure that version of Mobius and B-15 doesn't exist still. I mean, in my... I don't know. I could be totally off. It definitely could be. I mean, again, because we're dealing with tons of theory and this is stuff that's never been explored before. Yeah. I I could see there being a, a reality or a version where that Mobius that knows who Loki is, that's friends with Loki is still around somewhere. Mm. Um, but, yeah, if you... I mean, you could very well be right, though, that all of that was essentially for nothing because everything's pretty much been reset again. Yeah. Um, I mean, the TVA's timeline is so fucking janky. It's so hard to, like, you know, figure out how that's actually playing If anything, out. that scene served more purpose for the audience than it did for the characters. Because I still yeah. was kind of curious about where that pen came from from the very beginning of the show because he was confused about who gave that to her. That's so true. It is kind of cool that we get to see that she as well as a variant. 
I mean, definitely confirming that because that could have been a thought in a lot of people's minds if they yeah. hadn't. Because obviously she was okay with like uh-huh. being you know told she was a variant. I was just gonna say that that scene could be more important than what I thought because that she her having that pen. You're right. Means that she's always been self aware of who she is, where she comes from, and she's okay with it. She's okay with it. So she's unexpected. At the very least, Judge Renslayer probably does remember all of those events that occurred. Because she went probably. somewhere else. Probably. So I'm curious where she did go. Um, okay. Yeah. Only thing that I would probably have been um, not disappointed in, but I wish we had gotten, was, I don't know, a five or ten second mid credit scene like the other shows offered. Maybe of yeah. just Kang putting on a helmet or something. I don't know. Because apparently his uh, suit of armor is, like, insanely badass. Mm. I was... I just, like, read a little bit into it mm-hmm. the other night. Like, there's so much stuff. It's some, like, super advanced metal from, like, a thousand years after, like, his, like, you know, like, 3100 or wherever he was mm-hmm. born. And he has the ability to, like, warp anything from any of the timelines at mm. any point to himself through his suit of armor. And it's, like, basically a self-teleportation um, like device that is impenetrable by wow. like, anything. So like I don't know how they're gonna introduce that if they even are gonna introduce that suit of armor into. You think they would? I mean, again, that's why I'm, that's why I'm curious about Loki season two. Is of course Kang's gonna be a huge presence in it, but I'd be surprised if he is killed off in season two just because he is such a. A massive villain you would think that he would have a presence in the movies as well as the show you know what i was just thinking about because so kang is a character in munchkin and I uh, think marvel he's munchkin one of, he's one of the highest power levels but i believe one of the only ones that's higher than him is loki no shit i'm i think that that's right and this is made by like the marvel munchkin game it's made by i mean People that have, I'm sure, read and researched all of the comic books, so they would they would know like power scaling and uh-huh. things like that. Kind of going back to what you said just about Loki's power level, that is another big question too. Is where does Loki end up at the end of the show and at the end of the movies that he appears in? Where does he end up? Does he get killed off again, or does he become? You know, one of the top heroes, one of the top villains. Probably not a top villain, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think that his character regresses. But I'm super curious to see where he ends up, what their vision is for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kang's power 16 and Loki's power 20. Interesting. So, like, if there was a, if there was one character in the Marvel Universe that's, like, well-known and could be the person that would stop him, it's definitely Loki. So, like, I'm not saying that that means that it's probably going to stay in... Kang's going to stay in Loki, but uh-huh. I feel like that's a kind of a hint towards... It, like, if that's, like, something that's Wouldn't true. that be so poetic, too, though? Like, Loki is murdered by, at the time, the biggest badass in Marvel we've ever seen. And then he learns from those mistakes 
and defeats, you know, the guy that's been the authority of the entire universe. Of everything. I mean, that would be, be a pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool character arc. I would love that. Whole, yeah, I mean. I would be, if if he was, if he got just a full redemption. Yeah. Of literally everything, if he was able to come up with If that. that's what happens, I mean, he's on the same level as, 100% he's on the same level as a Steve Rogers, a Tony Stark, I mean. That's a huge self, not self-sacrifice, but but kind of self-sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, you know, protecting the the universe, something that he would have, you know, never at, at a certain point in time ever thought that he would have done. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could mean that he ends up having to be like Kang and be that good guy point. at the time. Good point. And it would kind of fall along the same lines of him ending up alone. Like his biggest fear, like he would just have to realize that and then be the be alone, but he would keep everything. Kind of like uh, Davy Jones in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, not Davy Jones, but oh, Orlando uh, Bloom's character. Orlando Bloom, who becomes the new Davy Jones, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he just becomes the, the oh the the, Dutchman's the flying Dutchman captain. Yeah, kind of like that situation. Kind of like that. Kind of like it, but you know, that's like every ten years he can come on land and yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Basically, the yeah, same it's thing. like the exact same thing. Um, yeah, no, that would be. That would be something. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what's that's what matters about these shows is, as long as it keeps you guessing and keeps you Absolutely. interested in the future of how this all plays out. Because a lot of people were they had their doubts after Endgame, like how is you know something this massive mm-hmm. uh, and this collaborative going to ever happen again? And I'd say they're on the right path. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I was definitely skeptical that they were going to be able to come up with anything close to that. I mean, that was the biggest moment in cinema of my life. And right. I mean, fuck, potentially could be for a while, but and they got to do a it. Good job so far. I, I of think so too. Me invested. And they got to do it in a way that when it does reach, if it reaches, you know, a climax like Endgame. They got to do it in a in a you know unique way where it's not just one of those big CGI army against army battles again. It's got to be something different, I would mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And obviously dealing with you know different universes, realities. I think that's the way to yeah. go about it. Making making more complex stories, which they are, is good. It definitely changes. Just you're not yeah you're not so focused on one on one combat, brute force versus brute force. There's you know, all sorts of intricacies from characters and, you know, what matters to them, like, what's important and what's, you know, what can they actually achieve. So, they're, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty happy with, with how they're doing it. And then as long as they continue to bring in good new characters or, you know, further the story of other Marvel characters that we haven't seen as much. Right. Which WandaVision, I think, is definitely one of those characters as well as Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. Because... We really haven't seen that much Doctor Strange, honestly. Like, it's a good point. I'm I'm pretty happy with where you know the hands that Marvel is in right now. Me as well. I also I'm kind of curious what other shows. I guess we we have uh, somewhat of an understanding of future Marvel shows being season two of this. Uh, she Hulk is one of the other upcoming shows. I believe so. Oh, um, is uh, what? Who's the uh, Arrow? guy hawkeye's show hawkeye is this a show or a movie i think it might be a movie actually 
I'm not I'm positive. Not sure. I'm not sure. But that's also, you know, something that I'm kind of curious about is what happens after... I just don't know how they Loki. choose who gets movies and who gets TV shows. Yeah, that's what's confusing. That's like... Because Loki, honestly, could have been another movie. I and, like that it was a TV show. We got more time for everything. Right. But at a 100%. Because like you said, when you're looking at like episodes four and five... I mean, a decent chunk of that could have been condensed down, mm-hmm. and you could have made a three-hour movie, under-three-hour mm-hmm. movie, pretty easily. Like, mm-hmm. definitely possible. I like this in a show format. It's just, I, I wonder how they, you know, just a flip coin. They're like, all right, big character, movie, TV show. Well, like what you were just saying, I mean, yeah, Loki as a show could have been a movie, or after the show they could have done a movie instead of a, a second season, whereas Falcon the Winter Soldier, flip it, that easily could have had a season two instead of making Captain America yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know how they how they plan that either. I'm sure there is a a strategy to it in terms of yeah. what yeah. events they want to show on the big screen uh-huh. and what stuff we can flesh out in a show. Yeah. And I would think a lot of it has to do with character development. You you can explore more character development in the TV shows and then really put it on the big picture. You know, well, that's kind of what I'm just thinking about. Is so individual stories will probably be TV shows, yeah. collaborative. Yup, will be movies. So Captain America four four is gonna have could other, be like a civil war where they like have other war. characters. Exactly. So it's like as long as you know you're focusing on one character, they're probably gonna get a TV show. Like yep. I can hardly think. I mean, Black Widow is kind of predated. Like that's different. Yeah. But like the future content, I can totally see that being the case. Yeah. Because then, I mean, it's only big Marvel's only time that it's like events are really big anymore it feels like are when it's a you know combination of multiple you know major characters sure. crossing paths sure so maybe that's what they're doing yep I don't be. know Multiverse maybe. of Madness is probably going to be that way big I mean, collaborative a collaborative what about film. Spider-Man Spider-Man I mean who the fuck I feel like that has to be one of the shows that I have no idea. No what idea. The hell's going like on. I, I know stuff like this. I mean, I know characters that are going to be involved, mm-hmm. and I know roughly it's going to be just a Spider-Man. Flip. Yeah, I mean, if it's we're talking be if, same kind of. If we're talking that those the ones that are movies are big collaborations, Spider-Man's a collaboration of other Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. At so, the bare minimum. At the bare minimum, yeah. Definitely could be. I mean, other things like like you said. There's no clue. I mean, and they've opened up so many possibilities with the multiverse. So, it's anyone's guess mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Still excited to see Black Widow. Haven't even seen that yet. And I haven't. I. It's tough. Like I'd like to go watch it. I mean, we should go watch it because. You know. But it's also easy to just rent it on Disney it's Plus. Easy to just like yeah, rent it on Disney Plus. Or I've just thought like... about that too, but I've also thought about just how. It, it is a lot different watching something in theaters. And I, I think Marvel definitely deserves to be in theaters the first it time is. around. So, I don't know. Um, I could do it either way, but I'd probably rather do the theater route. Yeah, I generally enjoy movies more in the yeah. theater. It's a whole experience. Yeah. But, yeah, going back to Loki overall, great, great show. 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10, 100%. I would definitely say this is top... My favorite Disney Plus yep. Marvel show so far. Wasn't perfect. Wasn't perfect, but damn it, it Loki. I mean, he it could have it could have only been Loki in the entire show. They they could have not even had Sylvie, not even had Mobius, 
and it still would have worked because Loki just stole the damn show. Absolutely. WandaVision was, yeah. was, you know, great. I love Wanda. I love Vision. But they are not even close. Same thing for Sam. Bucky's awesome, but not even close to Loki. No. I mean, he proved that in this show that he has... There's so many different pieces to him that makes it so worthwhile to watch. Such a more interesting character. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's definitely broaching one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Universe as I a whole. I full-heartedly agree, yeah. So, I full-heartedly agree. like, I was very excited, and, like, my expectations weren't low for this show, but coming off, I was just pretty, like, maybe it's just gonna be another mediocre show. I was yeah. kind of disappointed, but, like, man, I, yeah, it got, it got... Yeah, you're right. I wasn't spent from Marvel shows, but I was kind of, like... I did actually probably have lower expectations because I did. we already got two other shows that weren't bad by any stretch of the word, but I mean, you know, they're, yeah, they're fine. They're good. They're good. Yeah. So, but this just kept the excitement up. This was... kept the excitement. This, this, this showed us um, what the future could be for Disney Plus, you know, for, for their upcoming shows, just how, how good the writing could actually be, how good the story is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was... It was a great show, and I'm glad it was six episodes, too. I'm glad that they didn't make us wait ten weeks to to see Kang and then have to wait for season two. I'm glad they were able to do it in six episodes. It would have been long. It would have been a long time. It would have been long, time yeah. to out. You would have had way more filler content. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Good job, Marvel. Good job, Disney. <sighs> yeah, good Excited job. Excited for that Star Wars Marvel collab, but... Yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll you see. never know. Never say never. Just like Jurassic World and Fast and Furious. You never know. You never know. Could have it. Give the people what they want. All right. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thank you. You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. You are not in Kansas anymore. Is there something special about today? All I have for you is a word. Life uh, finds a way. Tell it. This is the way. This is the way.